Hey, morning, Jack. What's going on, Ryan? I am good, my man, and good morning to all of our listeners out there in the world. Hey, everybody. And I want to thank everybody for coming back on another awesome episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. Oh, yeah. Here with yours truly, Ryan Chavez, and my man sitting across from me right now, Jack Stone. What's going on? And we have a, we, we have an episode today, um, getting a little heavy again. Yeah. Right, Jack? We're going to be topic. Yeah, it's a little heavy topic, um, but super important. We want to make sure we go over it. We're going to be talking about cannabis and PTSD. Um, so, you know, heavy, heavy stuff. Uh, but we, you know, we, we've talked a little bit about anxieties in the past um, recently. And and this is just something that I, I've been wanting to touch on and we just haven't been able to do it. Uh, so we're going to be going over that today. Um, but a little before that, uh, who we are, right, Jack, we are uh, we are enthusiasts. Uh, when it comes to cannabis, we're by all means not doctors, but we def- basically what we've done in the past is we've taken our experiences and the experiences of those that we've had with cannabis and positive ones and just applied them to um, to you guys and our and our listeners here, and also paired that with some entertaining stuff. You know, hopefully that can help you. Um, yeah, you know. we're we 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 consume cannabis like you guys. Um, yeah, we want to talk about our experiences, stories, and this is the stuff we look at like. You know, we're looking at these articles, we subscribe to these mm-hmm. newsletters and about cannabis and yeah, it's just super interesting stuff right now. Yeah, and I and I've I've just had that history where in the past I've I've had my my um my ailments and I've seen a lot of help with cannabis. So definitely, you know, today's show, if if you know anybody that can be helped by PTSD, mm-hmm. uh that, that may be going through it and you think this could be helpful for them. Uh, listening to this and, and possibly getting some ideas, uh, definitely share this. Uh, definitely subscribe um, and like that as like our like our episode as well. Yeah. And we are also at the Cannabis C, right, Jack? Yep, Cannabis, Cannabis C, on, C Instagram. on Instagram. Yep. Yeah. And so Facebook today, too. I want to go over today, Jack. So mm-hmm. so why is PTSD important? What are your thoughts on it? Yeah. So obviously, PTSD is 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 nuts. I mean, when you think when I think initially PTSD, I think of like a, a military veteran or somebody that's right. you know that's seen wars or you know it's, it's military basically some some type of a traumatic experience and seen you know the wars and stuff like that. Um, but obviously, it's it's more than just that. Mm-hmm. From what I've you know researched with all this, it's it could be anything. It could be a, a super traumatic experience like um, being attacked, you know, raped. Um, just going through something that was really, really strenuous to, to some whole new levels. But, um, yeah, that's, that's, I mean, I actually have a friend that, um, that was in the military that, uh, that consumes cannabis. Um, he had, because, he had the issue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was, he was in, he went to, he was in Iraq. So he's seen some stuff. So yeah, he, uh, yeah, there's, yeah, it's, and, and it's better. It's a, it's a lot better than yeah. the other uh, alternatives, which we'll get into. I know. Yeah. Yeah, so post-traumatic stress disorder, right? Yeah. So like trauma, like like serious, you know, trauma that that you know, any that could be a lot of things. And we, yes, we do think of veterans, yeah, in Iraq when we think of this. Um, but it, it's really a disorder in which a person has difficulty recovering after experiencing or witnessing a terrifying event. Right. And yeah, so absolutely, soldiers go through that. Um, but you know, you can think of all the other, you know, ways that you can experience that yourself, but whether that's natural disasters, I mean, we just went through hurricane season, right? Um, we had some bad ones this year and for the past few years, for sure. Uh, any serious accident, I've had serious car accidents in the past for sure. Uh, terrorist acts, 
um, like rape, violent assaults, uh, displacement from homes, right? Like if, and like school shootings, like think of kids, like mm-hmm. if their parents are going through it and they get displaced from their homes, like that's an issue for like their well-being, right? And that can create traumatic events for, for them as well. So, you know, it, it's um, a lot of different ways that people from a lot of different backgrounds can be affected by this. Um, and I and I definitely did some research uh, on a few different websites, um, psychiatry.org being one of them, uh, seeing that approximately 3.5% of adults are affected by PTSD, and 1 in 11 are going to be di- diagnosed in their lifetime with it. And women tend to be twice as likely to also be diagnosed with PTSD, and I think that has a lot to do with um, you know the fact that they may have a higher chance of uh, be involved or victims of rape or domestic mm-hmm. violence, victims, abuse, things like that. Um, so, you know, it's very common, I would say, across the country and, and definitely something that, you know, we want to we wanna try and get a handle on if we can right. and in the best way possible. So the feelings that come with that, I mean, the problem with PTSD is it's just very intense, right? Yeah. Like, like it's it tends to be a thing where you know you just you have these uncontrollable thoughts and feelings that just arise and can be triggered almost like the social anxiety episode that we did not too long ago mm-hmm. um but but you know this is where you may have something that you know maybe you went through an event you're a war veteran and and all of a sudden 10 years later you're walking down the street and you hear a pop from like a truck tire that just popped and and you just you get triggered right you you think it's a gunshot or or something else and and that can just be a cascade of things that can just if it's happening every day to you it can really disrupt how you can optimize you know living day to day yeah right so you know it's just these you know the the overreaction to these different types of of stimuli and and i think the secondary ptsd is interesting as well mm-hmm. um you know people don't think about that and you kind of alluded to this a second ago mm-hmm. and 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 like what I was thinking about this, you know, when you're talking about that, Jack, a minute ago was we often think about people who are directly affected, like maybe you're walking down the street and you get attacked by a group of people. You know, mm-hmm. that's a traumatic event. Um, <clears throat> you know, you're, 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 you live in the Bahamas and, and your, your home got destroyed by a right. recent hurricane. That's a traumatic event. Um, secondary traumatic events, let's just say you are a parent and you have a child, yes. right? And, yep. for example, that you know, gets abused or, or something happens to them and now you're in court and you're going through listening to all the evidence of the case and you're just starting to almost relive the situation as though you were there. Yeah. That in itself can create PTSD symptoms, both emotionally and then eventually can be triggered physically right. when your sleep is disrupted and, and <clears throat> you know, just different emotional and chemical imbalances are happening within your body just from just from you know feeling as though you were right there within the emotional trauma yeah so um you know a lot of people are going to have this and and a lot of people will experience like the nightmares the tremors and and i actually you know i went through have you ever experienced anything like that you think like like anything where where you have a traumatic event and you know like right afterwards like you can't sleep and like you know you're it's just whatever happened is just running through your head like over and over again because um, i have yeah i mean and it's horrible yeah <laughs> yeah i've had i mean it, it post it's it's not this like i haven't had any experiences that i well, good that for I you say like I maybe i mean i think like when I was a kid, I got like uh, it was like in a in like I got like was in a fight with a kid, and the whole situation was so stressful. Like, 
Yeah. And then we like we had a fight and like I got like we fought like it was like a wrestling match but it turned to a big fight and then I got like a black eye and then we were best friends Jeez. and then after that we weren't best friends. So then it's like <laughs> yeah. now then we had the the new year uh, the new semester coming or whatever. Yeah. Like seventh grade going on eighth grade and like So so you got I in dread, a fight. I dreaded the first day of like I was, I was like this is nothing yeah. though compared to what most well, people, but that was I was super stressed. But what that right, but what that out. shows I think is that you had an event that that impacted you. Yeah. In a big way, emotionally, yeah. to the point where, like, when you went back to school, right, like you were you were still thinking about yeah. it, and that was probably what weeks later, months later. It was it was, it was like summer, so then yeah, right, later, yeah, yeah. So like, and... yeah, man, I, I think so. So it's that's not PTSD, obviously, no. right? And like, we can't say it is, but I think I think what we can say is that a lot of people can say that they've experienced like similar feelings, yeah. right? And so what I'll do is I think I definitely yeah, went how, through How about you? That's yes. I was going to ask. So you like and, and I and I've always thought about this. Yeah. Um and it's not it's I don't think I had PTSD, but I think yeah. I had what they call acute stress syndrome and that's right. like the precursor of PTSD and that's where you pretty much feel like almost the same things right after traumatic events. What happened to me when I was a kid is um my I was it was went to a birthday party uh with a friend and it was in December actually. Um Jeez, I think it was December 9th. And, uh, yeah, I think because I'm thinking back on it. It was a long time ago back. Yeah, geez, like 20 years ago now. Um, I can't, wow. Yeah, so so anyways, we were, coming, we were coming back from the thing, and it was freezing rain. Um, and I was driving over the highway bridge, and the car just, like, just lost control. It was oh, just geez. my mom and I. And it flew over the highway bridge, and we started doing flips. Yeah. And, and like just, you know, hitting the nose and then the back of the car flipping like over this ravine that was right. like 50 feet oh, down. Yeah. And, and so like as a kid, you know, like 10 years old, like I, I'm in this event where the car is flipping and I'm seeing like windows smashing and everything. And, and I, and I still now like vividly remember my hand going out the window for a second, touching the ground yeah. as the car was flipping. And then like, I brought my hand back in, like, I remember this. And if I didn't do that, like my hand would have been crushed. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And so it's just like, you know, but like there's certain, like, I remember like opening my eyes and seeing like just things like, like branches flying across my face and stuff, you know? So it's so, like, yeah. there's certain things when fear, you know, happens to a person, like, like there's images and there's things that you have a hard time, like just, just releasing mm-hmm. after that. And that that's what, that's what, can when you can't release that feeling and those images that's when you know it happens from a long period of time it just starts disrupting your entire life so so like i couldn't sleep for like a month and i was 10 years old so like i was sleeping in my parents room for like a month and i kept having nightmares and i kept waking up crying you know because i kept reliving that moment where the car just before we were like going to hit the guardrail i I remember like the way i was screaming and all that stuff it's like horrible you know and so like um you know and 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 again like that for me was a very traumatic event in my life that i'll never forget and it was probably the most traumatic event that i think i can remember having um but but that didn't slip into ptsd ptsd is if i would have had those symptoms i think for you know more than a month yeah, for a, sure yeah, um intense. and i had them for just about a month and then right around a month is when i start, started being able to sleep again and whatnot so yeah. um you know it, it was definitely definitely uh that I, I that allows me and you know to kind of put myself in a position to, mm-hmm. to pseudo understand you know but again like it, it's i can't imagine not being able to sleep the way i wasn't sleeping and 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 like having nightmares the way I was having nightmares for months on end. Right. I mean that's just like horrible. So, um, acute stress disorder is you know what we're looking at before you know you 
go into PTSD. And I think that's what a lot of people experience. Now, um, about, what did they say, about 13 to 21%, I think, of, of people I was reading um, experienced this after a car accident. So, like, yep. it, it definitely something that, you know, that, that makes sense that I would have experienced. Um, so the problem, you know, it, I would say is is when we're looking at this type of stuff is how we're dealing with it, yeah, right? So, like, sure. so, like, typically when you go through PT, like, how do people typically, you were looking at this, right? How yeah. do people typically deal with that? It's like medications. Yeah. I mean, so, there's no really good way. Yeah. It's other, I mean, good. that we it's found. Like, so uh, Prozac, uh, Prozac, uh, there's a lot of issues that um, that goes with, um, with. Well, there's a lot of like, you know, antidepressant medications. Yeah. Okay. yeah that's what they are. It's like Prozac, Zoloft. So, yeah, these are, it's antidepressant yeah. medications. So, and just to kind of give you a, an idea with all this stuff, like. Things like Prozac, like sometimes they could, depending on the person, it could worsen the effects of depression. Um, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, there's, there's also there's the libido situations. There's risk in trying these lot. things, right? Yeah, the, these aren't these aren't safe. Like, right. The side effects can be overwhelming. It's like those disclaimers they have in those commercials where they like fly through, you know, all the negative yeah. side effects, like. That's that's some crazy stuff you hear about when you hear those like, and then we just become immune to it because we hear it so often. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I know if I take drugs, there's going to be some side effects. Whatever. Like mm-hmm. I'm used to this. But like, <laughs> yeah, it, we become immune to like. You see those commercials, things. and then like you see them like skipping in the fields. Yeah. But while they're skipping in the fields, it's like this may cause massive <laughs> diarrhea and death. Right. <laughs> like it's just like the, they're saying the most horrible things yeah. that can happen during side effects. Do you remember like the animated like the little ball and he bounces and he's all depressed and he's bouncing down the street? Right. Did you ever see that one? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. It's like an animated. I, he's all sad. Yeah, all the drug for commercials the are just something like a else. Humanized face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but like, unfortunately, like these things are what are you know is what being is being prescribed yeah. to these people that are you know that have these events right. and um. <clears throat> so obviously, the reason why we do what we do here is because you know where the rubber meets the road is what I like to say is when how cannabis can help. Yeah. Right. So. Um, Leafly had a few good articles on this, um, and there was one that they were talking about from the organization called MAPS, yeah. which is Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies. Um, we don't have to remember that, but it's no. it's a it's an organization called MAPS uh, that easier. was yeah that was doing all these studies. Actually, I think it was done in uh, in New York in NYU, um, and what they found is that. And this is interesting. So this is like pretty much, I think, in a nutshell, how this works is that when when somebody experiences PTSD, what happens is their brain chemical changes, their brain chemistry changes um, in a way that has the body shut off its production of anandamide. Um, so what anandamide does is anandamide is what, if we remember from earlier episodes, your body creates your own endocannabinoids, right? So we have an endocannabinoid system that's built for our body to obtain and, and take in cannabinoids like THC and CBD. Homeostasis. Homeostasis is Homeo. what that does. Homeo, exactly. Um, so your body creates this this substance called, or this chemical, you know, compound called anandamide, we called it, uh, that plugs into your receptor CB1 sites. And when that happens, that allows, um, it, it's part of the endocannabinoid system, especially in the frontal part of your brain called the amygdala. 
right? The amygdala. I know it's a tough one. Uh, it's no just medulla amygdala. <laughs> it's like we're not going to remember any of this. Just know that, Water like, boy, in the front part of your brain it. has like CB1 receptors, and anandamide gets released and plugs into the front part of that brain. And when the anandamide plugs into the front part of that brain, that is what wipes away or allows your it gives your body, your endocannabinoid, not your endocannabinoid system, it gives your body the ability to to not remember bad and, and fearful events. Right. So so if you don't have this this chemical, anandamide, plugging into your receptor sites, you're going to be retaining all of these memories, right? Mm-hmm. So so you want to release these what do you what do you think? Yeah, you want to release these memories, yes. right? So so like so like that like so so that's exactly what the endocannabinoid system will do to naturally try and and balance your body, right? However, let's just say that when you get hit by PTSD, let's just say this is what happens, yeah. what researchers are finding, when, when you get hit with PTSD, your body stops creating enough anandamide, so now you need to supplement with external cannabinoids such as CBD and THC, right? right. And so... Um, that's what we're finding. And so what we're finding is that when we supplement with this, the, the CBD and THC compounds plug into the CB1 receptor sites mm-hmm. and they're able to not remember these fearful events. And that's it. Right. So that's how it works. <laughs> it's like, oh. I, I mean, it's, I think it's, it, when I was reading up on it, um, like there's studies and we'll, we'll like, we'll, you know, we'll post these. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's just, it, it I think it's amazing that, that like it's you know when they were doing the research they found it was that simple like what your endocannabinoid system can do now now that probably isn't going to do all of it right but i think what we're finding is that a lot of war veterans for example they use marijuana um to help them uh, already with ptsd and and sometimes we've said that that's an issue or we should reverse the thought process and look at it and say well these guys are getting better, right? By supplementing with marijuana, mm-hmm. let's do what we can to 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 give them tools to help them do it in a more efficient way, right? Like so, so especially if these people are just getting something, you know, on the black market to help them with PTSD, right? Like that, why not give them something that they can read and say, oh, yeah, this is, I know what this is, this is going to help me do. So that's like, you know, what what we need to do, um, but. We're already finding that that war veterans are positively supplementing with cannabis, and right. so so what we're finding also is that the high CBD strains are going to be best for this because because PTSD is a form of anxiety. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be utilizing high THC strains. Like one of the things I was reading in Cannabis Pharmacy on this from Michael Bax um, is uh, pinene that we've talked about here pinene. in the past from Jack Hare. Yeah. Right. So pinene actually like creates this like hyper focus and helps you retain right. memories, right? And retain like pinene. your thought process. So, you know, it's opposite of what people think. People think you're very forgetful when you're on cannabis and you can be, but if you're using something with high in pinene, which I like to use during the day, um, that, that'll that'll negate that. But if you are an issue, if you have issues with PTSD, you mm-hmm. don't want to retain that. So pinene you want to stay away from. Right. You want to have more of the higher C B D for the anxiety um release effects right and also linalol and myrcene and those are gonna and limonene limonene is for like happy like Mm -hmm. you know cheerful productive you know days right and then the linalol is for anxiety relief and the myrcene is more for relaxation right so we want to keep high cbd like those different terpenes in the mix so we have things like canatonic um remedy acdc 
Uh, if we're looking at something where we want to maybe use to put us down a little harder, like a Bubba Kush mm-hmm. or a Purple Strain, um, OG Kush, you know, like the OG Kush can be a little higher in the THC amount. So like that could be a little like strong for some people. Again, we, we never can go wrong with a high CBD strain with any of this stuff that we're talking about. Right. And and if you ever want to venture into the higher THC strains uh, for a little bit more potency, like that's why we bring those up as well. Indicas. Indicas or Indi Couch. Indi Couch. Yeah. And Sativa. I don't know what you call Sativas. But... I don't know. I just Sativa. <laughs> There's no, no fun word there. No. But listen, man, I mean, I would say that, like, that's pretty much it. I mean, when we're looking at PTSD, um, you know, like, we want to be, it's the fear factor, right? Like, it's the, it's the looking at fear and, Mm -hmm. and, and how fear can create um, a disruptive uh, pattern of, of associated thoughts within your mental thinking, right? And so... Um, if we can get into that process and help that work more smoothly or the way it's supposed to work for us um, through supplementation, if that's what we need with cannabis, then that's how cannabis can possibly assist with those that have PTSD. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So important topic. I hope yeah. this was helpful. Um, so a lot of like happier CBD, THC strains, things that give you energy. Yeah. Yeah, like higher, right. Higher CBD, and you know what? There's like nothing wrong yeah. with like with like feeling good. No, you know what I mean. Like, like, like that's that's the thing. Like, like I, I you know, like it, it turns on the happy centers of the brain, and well, they're high. Who can, like, yeah. isn't it better that they're high? Like, like isn't everybody like more productive when you're happy? I mean, you don't want to be like just blindly like happy and you know, right. <laughs> like to the point where you're not being able to focus or be productive. But like at the end of the day, I mean, if you want to be, if you have a choice to be either happy or yeah. Like not on anti. I mean, why wouldn't you? Antidepressants. Yeah, or an antidepressants. Yeah, exactly. That. that that just it changes it changes who you are, kind of. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Exactly. So. So your brain up. Yeah, and, and well, that's what they find with the PTSD patients. Yeah. Their brain chemistry has changed, and and what they found is that the ananamide wasn't created enough. Right. So, like, I mean, this just you know, like, it's just it, it makes a ton of sense, and and um. Like I said, we'll post some of those links. Yep. Um, but otherwise, I mean, this could be something that any of those, any of us out there that are experiencing any of this, uh, take a look. And that is it. That is our outro song. I want to thank everybody, including my man over here, Jack Stone. Hey, thanks, Ryan. For coming back for another awesome episode here in our Midtown offices in the Gotham Podcast Studio. Have to thank them. Yep. Beautiful Check it out, place. guys. GothamPodcastStudio.com. Book some time. And check us out, the Cannabis C on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, yeah, if you guys have questions, shoot us an email, uh, thecannabisc at gmail.com. Um, yeah, and let us know if you have any questions or anything you want us to dive into about cannabis. Enjoy your holidays. Enjoy your week. We'll see you back again next week. See you, everybody. Another awesome episode. Yeah. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows.
Hey friends, I'm Brandon and I'm Saba and we are your host of the Cannabis Hangout podcast, an educational platform to connect with the cannabis community and share personal stories while breaking the stigma of marijuana. Join us every Sunday at 7 p.m. to gain valuable insight with different perspectives from industry leaders, growers, and medical marijuana patients. This is a place to learn so much from different angles in the cannabis industry. So tune in while, while we, we break, break it all down. down.